I'm wondering why an awakened person in this incarnation would choose an unawakened partner. Could there be a contract for some reason? Okay, so first let's get one thing out of the way. And the thing to get out of the way is about soul contracts, okay? Because I can feel in this question, I can feel that the person who submitted this question, um, the that she's a little bit stuck in the whole soul contract thing, all right? So let's get this out of the way. Soul contracts do exist, um, and soul contracts are contracts that you make with other souls prior to incarnating here. But a soul contract is in no way something that that keeps you stuck. It's something that uh, it's not something that has to be permanent. A soul contract can be easily dissolved. All right, so let's kind of clean up the energy around soul contracts right away because I could feel there's some stickiness around this question with the idea of soul contracts. Okay, so soul contracts they can be in place. They can be established before we come into this lifetime, but they're easily you can dissolve dissolve them easily. All right. You can break them easily and kind of, you know, finish the contract very easily. Okay. So the issue here, the primary issue here, when a partner is awakened and one partner is unawakened, it's really not about soul contracts. It's about uh, resonance, believe it or not. <laughs> okay. So a lot of times what happens is um, the, the person who is unawakened, and I feel like I want to leave this note here because sometimes there's a little bit of, um, kind of a judgment on people who are unawakened. So I want to also clear if there's any kind of energy of judgment, let's clear that up right away too. Okay. Because an unawakened person is just a tiny little step away from awakening, from waking up just like the rest of us were at one point, right? Like we were unawakened and then something happened and we woke up. Every unawakened person is in the same position that we were at in so, at some point, okay? So everybody has the capacity to wake up, all right? So a lot of times when, when, um, when people look at unawakened, when spiritually awakened people look at unawakened people, they often look at them with kind of the judgment that they're never going to change. And, and that really is something that, that is not helpful at all. And it's not compassionate. So when we look at unawakened people, they are just like everybody else. Their value is not inferior and they have the capacity to wake up at any, any moment like we did. So that's out of the way also. But now let's go into the compatibility issue that's going on between awakened partner and unawakened partner. There could be a couple of things going on here. The first thing is that a lot of times it's very frequent for uh, when people get together, one partner can awaken before another and because they're they're kind of serving as their teacher or, or as what's known as a way shower. So it's very, very common that in couples, one person will awaken and they'll kind of drag the other person or help, um, they'll help trigger the awakening in the other person and then finally they kind of balance a balance things out eventually. So that's one scenario. One scenario is that this person could possibly be with an unawakened partner, but that could just be a temporary thing because the other partner may be awakening at some point. Okay. So that's one scenario that's possible. Another scenario that's also possible and that a lot of times awakened people don't like to confront, it's the idea that if I am with an unawakened partner, let me give it another name. Instead of saying awakened and unawakened, 
let's give it another name. Let's just say that I am with a partner in which I am in, there are deep incompatibilities. Okay. There are deep incompatibilities with, with the couple, with the two partners. Okay. If this happens, now I have to start asking deeper questions. It's not about one person being awakened and the other one not being awakened. It's really about me as an awakened person. Why am I staying in this connection with this person if there are deep incompatibilities? And a lot of times the answer to this question is that the awakened person, often the ego of the awakened person thinks that they've done all this work and that it's on the other partner to do the work because they're the ones that are unawakened. And often they're missing the fact that they themselves have deep inner work to do. And a lot of times the unawakened partner is the least of their problems. So a lot of times what happens is people who are on an awakening journey can stay for a really long time in unhealthy connections and connections that no longer serve them because they haven't done the inner work to come into their power, really step into their power, stand on their own two feet, be autonomous beings, sovereign beings who then can make decisions whether they want to stay in a relationship or not. Okay. And I've encountered this a lot with clients and I've worked a lot with clients on this issue. This is very common. So for this person and for anybody who's watching this video, who finds themselves being in a relationship with someone who is unawakened, flip the terms around and just say, I'm in a relationship with someone where maybe there are deep incompatibilities. And now I have to start thinking, why am I in a relationship with someone I have deep incompatibilities with? If I'm unhappy, why am I in a relationship with someone that I'm unhappy with? You see, you have to start asking these deep questions. And a lot of times what, what people find is that they haven't done as much work as they think they have because <laughs> they're still allowing these sort of toxic connections. Now, if the connection is not toxic and your partner is simply unawakened, but you still have a great connection together, then there's no problem really, whether the person is awakened or unawakened. The issue here, I think, is for, for you to assess whether being in connection with an unawakened person, if that brings you joy, if you feel fulfillment, if you feel deep connection with this person, because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if they're awakened or unawakened. If you have a deeply fulfilling connection with that person, then all is well. But for, for, you, for you to be submitting this question, that's probably not the case. So then I would go in and I would start asking these really deep questions. I, I'll, I'll repeat the questions again. If I have deep incompatibilities with my partner, why am I with my partner? If I'm tremendously unhappy in this relationship, why am I in this relationship? And a lot of times the answer to these questions are going to be that the person has inner work to do with sovereignty, standing in my power, knowing how to stand on my own two feet and make decisions, being able to walk away from this partnership if I have to. So that whether the person is awakened or unawakened, I think that's secondary. Okay. So I hope this helps. Uh, and, uh, yeah, with the soul contracts for sure, a lot of times what happens is when we're not ready to take that step and kind of dissolve connections that are no longer serving us, a lot of times that's where the soul contract conversation comes in. Cause a lot of times people actually use the whole soul contract thing as an excuse to stay in connections. All right. So I wanted to clear that, up. uh, soul contracts don't even come into this conversation, don't need to come into this conversation. All right. So if there are deep incompatibilities with a partner that is unawakened, then there are deeper questions that have to be answered about you and whether you're standing in your sovereignty. And if you are standing in your sovereignty, maybe your partner just needs a little bit more time to catch up and to wake up themselves. 
Hope this helps. 